Welcome to the old school meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, which features speakers with long-term abstinence. This meeting was born online, and it's going to stay that way. That means you can attend live on Tuesday evenings at 6.30 Pacific if you'd like to. Go to the Los Angeles Intergroup's webpage at oalaig.org for login information. And now, our speaker. Hi, my name is Jerry Kay, and I'm a grateful possible reader. Grateful to know that it's a disease, not a moral issue. It's really important for me. And once again, this is just my story. Um, in 1981, the Navy sent me to treatment for chronic obesity. Sent me to treatment for alcoholism. Then, five and a half years later, in November 1986, they sent me to treatment for chronic obesity because at that time, the military believed it was a disease and not a moral issue. Seven years after I went to treatment, they just started discharging people if they didn't make the weight standards. So I'm really grateful that the Navy got me here and saved my life because before I came into OA and I was having such a hard time making the weight standards in the Navy, I was very suicidal, okay? I always thought about, I'll just take a machete and trim my stomach off. Or I know how I can stop eating. I'll just cut my head off. And then I used to plan my suicide. So then if I did die, my family would at least get my life insurance. And at the time, my insurance policy was worth $50,000. In OA, or in treatment was probably the first time in my life I ever ate three meals. Before treatment, if I was awake, that was a reason enough to eat and I normally was eating. The first time I had to lose 40 pounds for the Navy, the way I did that was I just fasted until I, the weight came off, and then I went back to eating normally. Two years later, I had to lose 55 pounds, and this time I fasted for three weeks, fasted for three days, or fasted for another three weeks, and then I asked other guys in the Navy what they did. And one guy in the Navy told me, just take a bottle of milk and magnesia. That ought to be good for a pound and a half, that's what I had to lose. And I took it, but it was only good for three quarters of a pound. I asked another guy what he did and he said, just go out and run as far as you can. So I did, I ran out and ran about 15 miles, crawled over to a telephone booth, called my wife and had her come and pick me up. And then poof, the next day I was that magical weight. And even before the ink was dry on that piece of paper, a friend of mine had given me a five pound box of candy, which I proceeded to reward myself with 
because there was no mental connection between what I put in my mouth would show up on my body. It just didn't exist. In treatment, what I learned was, yes, what I put in my mouth will show up on my body. And when I went into treatment, I was 256 pounds. And this was the third time I tried to lose weight for the Navy. And I just couldn't do it the way I'd done it before. And that's when they sent me to treatment. And I'm truly grateful for that because I know it's a disease. And, you know, that was one of the things that used to blow my mind is I'd go to these OA meetings. Basically, we were in treatment on a Navy base, and then they would bus us out to the meetings. And in the beginning, when I started being bused to the meetings, um, it blew my mind that all these people there would say, I'm a grateful compulsive overeater. And I think to myself, how can you possibly be grateful? And then I learned it's a disease, not a moral issue. I wasn't good or bad because I couldn't stop eating. I was sick. And with the 12 steps in OA, I could get better. So my first seven years in OA were like honeymoon. Um, my sponsor um, got me involved in service right away. Um, and basically, he said, I used to go to a men's breakfast meeting and he said to me, hey, Jerry, does your men's meeting have an intergroup rep? I said, no. And he said, well, they do now. So I went to intergroup. In intergroup, I learned about region two. So I said, what's region two? And he said, oh, it just means that as a rep, you get to go to the service board meeting and in a group, okay? So I said, yeah, I think I'd like to try that. And at the time, though, he didn't tell me about the three assemblies a year they used to have, okay? And then when I was at Region, I learned about world service. And so at the time, San Diego Intergroup had 130 meetings a week which meant we were allowed 13 delegates. And so my sponsor said, hey, Jerry, we need another delegate. Would you like to be one? And I went to world service with my sponsor. And, you know, I'm just grateful. And at world service, that's when Roseanne addressed the fellowship. And she said, I just need everybody to know that my vision of OA was only for compulsive overeaters. So then the next six hours in world service, we discussed how are we gonna be faithful to the third tradition? And so basically we came back with, you are a member if you say you are. But the following year, when I went back to World Service again, Roseanne addressed the fellowship again. And she said, 
I just need you to know that my vision of OA was limited. God's vision of OA was unlimited. Therefore, it's for anybody who has an eating disorder. And all I could think about was, this was a little lady that maybe stood 411, but she had that powerful message. So like I said, my first seven years were like honeymoon and a lot of service and really very easy for me. Then the Navy transferred me from San Diego to Norfolk, Virginia. And I'm number nine of 10 kids. I was the baby of the family for seven and a half years. So when they sent me to Norfolk, Virginia, I pouted like a baby and stopped going to meetings and all that. So for the next several years, my abstinence was up and down. Then, because I also go to that other fellowship, a friend of mine said to me, hey, Jerry. I don't know what you've been doing, but you sure put on a lot of weight. And the tears came and, you know, and that's what it took to break the denial. Then I got me a sponsor and we started working the steps. And that was June 16th, 2001. And I thank God I've been abstinent ever since then. And it's one day at a time. My abstinence is real simple. It's no eating between planned meals, usually breakfast, lunch, and dinner. In the beginning, I used to do two snacks a day, but they became the most important thing in my life, so I had to surrender them. Um, today, because I do planned meals, if I need a snack, I will plan it. But I don't have them very often because once again, I don't want them to be the most important thing in my life. So when I <clears throat> started my recovery from that relapse, I was 244 pounds. Since June 2002, I've weighed between 180 and 185. And I'm just really grateful to God for that. Um, I was going to uh, put up one of my pictures, but I, uh, let's see if I could do it. Um, Okay, um, this here was, can you see that? No, we can't, Jerry. Um, are you able to share screen? Yeah, I thought I did. Just a moment. Let me try it one more time. Okay. Oh. Now, can you see that? Yes, we can. Thank okay. you. Um, here I am. This is about... 250. But 
once again, I thought, I'm all powerful and all that stuff. That was my persona, but the reality inside is I felt like a piece of dog doo-doo and deserved to be kicked around. So my sponsor really helped me. He helped me to learn to love myself. And I remember he used to have me look in the mirror and say, I love you. And I couldn't do it. And he had me start writing myself love notes. So in the beginning, they were real simple. Dear Jerry, went to a meeting, love Jerry. And with God's help, it advanced to, dear Jerry, today, I know you are that loving child of God that God created. And I know that you will continue to love and honor that child of God created. And you know, I'm just truly grateful for my sponsor that he had me do that. And that's been the biggest gift I got from OA was the ability to love myself. So then I could accept the love from my wife and my children and my siblings. Before that, I used to think nobody loved me. But I didn't love myself so I could accept the love from others. The thing about OA that I love is that it really reminded me that I am that child that God created. And all I need to do is remember to treat myself that way. Um, I'm truly grateful that service really, you know, that old saying, a lot of the OA slogans, service is swimming. Um, there's several other ones. Nothing tastes as good as abstinence feels, and there's several other ones. But what I know for sure is that my life today has changed because of service. And, you know, the way I started sponsoring is I was on step three, and I don't know about anybody else. I was working on my fourth step, and I was kind of procrastinating. And this guy saw me in a meeting and he called me up and he asked me to sponsor him. And I said, oh, I got to check with my sponsor first. So I called my sponsor and I said, this guy wants me to sponsor him. What do you think I ought to do? And my sponsor said, you need to sponsor him because then at least you'll move forward on your fourth step and do your fifth. Okay. And, you know, my sponsor was correct. That's what it took to get me to get that done. And when I gave my fifth step away from him, away to him, what I realized and what it did for me is it allowed me to leave my past in the past because it was history and it won't change. That's what my sponsor would say. That will not change. It's history. Leave it there. Don't drag it in today to spoil the blessings that God has for you. So what I do today is I wake up in the morning and I say, 
my three gratitudes. I'm grateful I'm alive. I'm grateful for another day of recovery in my 12-step programs. And I'm grateful that I can love and be loved today. And before OA, that just wasn't possible. I was always, oh, Jerry, my life is so low. I got to look up to see the sewer. Wham. Anyhow, the steps work, the program works. And once again, it's about remembering it's a WE program. And that's the one thing my sponsor really. Jerry, two minutes. Okay, thank you. That's the one thing my sponsor really cemented in my head that step one, we admitted we were powerless over compulsive eating and that our lives was unmanageable. And he said, it's we, not I, it's we, it's a we program. We are stronger together. And I want to mention the greatest piece of literature ever created, the For Today book, January 19th, which is always birthday. And it says, For Today, I'll let no one, including myself, make me feel shame or guilt about something I wish were different in myself. I pray to be relieved of the shame and guilt and self-hate and to love and accept myself exactly as I am. And that's where I can begin to change. And then if that's not speaking to you, then you can go to October 16th. And it says, if someone treated me the way I treat myself, I would sue. I wouldn't let anybody beat up on me the way I beat up on myself. And today, I don't have to beat up on myself. I just get to love myself and admit that I'm human. And I'll close with, I'm a grateful compulsive overeater because I know it's a disease, not a moral issue. And I thank you for letting me share.